0: really anchors you into your intention for wanting to make this change into your life will change your life forever. It'll put you on a trajectory of new possibility because the bigger your desire is, the easier it's going to be to say goodbye to alcohol. So go on over to my website, get inside of the Naturally Sober Woman, and I will see you in there. Do you ever feel like you're outgrowing alcohol, that you are longing for a deeper connection to life? If alcohol is keeping you playing small and feels like the one area you just can't figure out, you are in the right place. Hi, my name is Mary Wagstaff. I'm a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help powerful women just like you eliminate their desire to drink on their own terms. In this podcast, we will explore the revolutionary approach of my proven five shifts process that gets alcohol out of your way by breaking all of the rules and the profound experience that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. I am so thrilled to be your guide. Welcome to your journey of awakening. Welcome back to the show, my beautiful listeners. Thank you so much for hanging in with me for this 30-day podcast takeover. I'm thrilled that you're here, and I have been really in such a go mode with this with this whole process and i haven't once thought about quitting i really haven't i haven't um there are there have been times where i haven't maybe honored and this is something i wanted to talk about the little ways that we quit on ourselves every day i haven't necessarily honored the schedule for which i wanted to create all of these podcasts but i have honored the my ability to be able to produce them and and create them and get them to you. And there hasn't been one time where I thought I won't do this anymore. It has felt easy. It has felt fun. And even at five in the morning or nine o'clock at night, it really just hasn't been a problem. I just decided it wasn't going to be a problem. And so this is one way to look at why we quit. That's one of the first things as we decide that it's a problem. We've decided that whatever our initial intention is, it for taking action whether it's, you know, saying you're going to go for an evening walk every day, you started a sober October, you wanted to get your kids to bed at a certain time every night, right? It's like we find these excuses and these reasons why it's a problem or say you know because I didn't honor the schedule of maybe recording four podcast episodes in a row that it's too late and now I'll just give up and it's not going to work right and if you've been listening to the show for a while you will know that what I really really encourage and this is the the most beautiful part about what I've learned through the modality of coaching which is a mindset and a mindfulness tool, is just this like factual maturity. It's just stepping into your life, like being willing to take personal responsibility as an adult. You know, it's like, I just have to be a big girl, show up. I made this commitment. I'm a professional woman putting myself in that role and not making it a big deal and just figuring it out. I had a little conflict even today with Matthew's schedule and Emmett just started Taekwondo, which is really fun. So that's kind of like an added thing to our week. And I'm doing like these video shoots for the business, which I'm really excited about with a a dear friend and client of mine. So maybe we'll have her back on the show to talk about um, her process and for her business. And then like Matthew and supporting his family. And I just decided like, none of it was a big deal. I would figure it out and ask for what I need. So I asked um, the woman that I'm doing the shoots with, can this time frame work? And just decided I needed to tell them what time frame would work and see if that was a negotiation, right? And instead of kind of throwing my arms up in the air and deciding none of it's going to work and making more problems for myself. And I find that that is really the essence of of quitting and kind of self sabotage, too, right? Is we think that it's going to create more pain, it's going to be more inconvenient. And we, so we quit. And what ends up happening is we put ourselves maybe even a step back or we end up taking more time because we're in indecision about the thing or we have to start over and then we get reinvigorated with inspiration and then we start the process all over again and we've just, you know, wasted time. So there's a few reasons why I see that we quit and much of the time, even before we've started, and I always emphasize this to people, like especially on my mailing list, it's like, don't quit on yourself before you even start. And the best part about being involved in a program, a coaching program, especially one where there's a high level of accountability, is the reminder that. When you feel like you want to quit and there's resistance, that is a sure sign that you are on the verge of a breakthrough because with great change comes resistance. And if we can move past that edge, if we can breathe into that edge a little bit, we make some space to grow, to lengthen, to stretch, to expand. We make room, we become more flexible in our life. I mean, yoga literally is the metaphor for my life. It's like Coaching creates more flexibility in your brain. So the first reason that I believe a lot of times we quit is a a lack of awareness. We just simply don't know, right? We have a narrow vision that's really um, fully dictated by our belief structures, the beliefs of the collective, the beliefs of our parents. So we No matter how much awareness you grow, unless you're an enlightened being, you're always going to have unexamined bias. You're always going to have unexamined judgments and interpretations. You're always, like the last episode I talked about, some subconscious, you know, kind of negative self-talk that I just wasn't even aware of that was kind of, you know, sneaking in um, to, to my day and... So sometimes there's just a lack of awareness, which, you know, isn't a bad thing. There's really nothing that we can do about that except follow, you know, a lot of times there's this little voice inside that knows, that keeps telling you something's got to change, right? Like you wouldn't be here right now if you were 100% sold on alcohol, if you felt like alcohol was the end all be all. And... So we have to know there's other options available to us, and the best part about coaching and mindfulness is that what I believe now is that it's infinite. There are no right or wrong ways. Possibilities are limitless. As many, at least as many b- human brains as there on the, are there on are on the planet, there are at least that many possibilities of a new perspective, right? So that's a lot of perspectives to take. So, how does one grow their awareness? Well, you find a new perspective. You become curious. You start to pay attention to your thinking and notice your subjective interpretations of, you know, your objections to why you might quit something. The second reason that I believe that we quit and maybe not ahead of time, but maybe while we've committed to something. And this is just a really good check-in if you had decided to do a sober October and kind of where you're at or maybe um, why you your attempts at a new relationship to, to alcohol haven't stuck is out of our basic need, kind of our evolutionary need to stay safe and avoid the pain of the unknown, right? Like I said, we, we, we meet this resistance and whatever's on the other side of it is something we think we don't know. But the truth is, is, is like, it's just another day. I mean, it's really, (laughs) it's really not that big of a deal. It's like, you know, when you, um, like stub your toe or hit your bone, a bone or something. And it just like hurts so bad and you can't even do anything, but you like clench your body and you kind of rub that space and you're like, oh, and, and, and then eventually that pain subsides, right? Like it doesn't last forever. And then maybe you have like a little bit of a lingering if you hit that toe again or something like that, right? It's, it's kind of, very similar when it comes to meeting resistance but the brain and fear are so powerful and we've just bought into it that we different because we we see when we hit ourselves physically or we or we get an injury we can see it it's a tangible thing. So we know the cause and effect. And because we don't live in a culture necessarily where we're contemplating the mind and we're examining the mind, which is just crazy because it's, it is what our human experience is more so than the, than the physical reality is, is what's happening inside of our heads. Um, we just don't know. We're not like, oh, that That specific thing triggered me, and I and it's because I have this opinion about it and I believe this thing about myself, and so therefore I can't move any further, right? Therefore, I have to remain the same because this is what feels comfortable, this is what I know, and you can see this in so many examples in your life, right? People that want to move people that want to get a new job, people that want a new relationship, right? Like we stay in situations that where we're not finding more growth um, because of comfort. And, you know, I mean, in the end, there could be, it could just come down to a little bit of laziness. And I mentioned this on the show a couple of uh, episodes ago of, you know, j- taking your fear with you, taking your... Um, your lack of motivation with you doing the thing anyway, and then finding the inspiration and then finding the emotion. So a good way to move through this reason why you might quit on yourself is just reminding yourself that this is a biological thing, right? Reminding yourself that the fear isn't real. The fear is just the resistance to change nothing's gone wrong and you can even kind of ask yourself this is that place of stepping into you know a more mature kind of perspective is just you know what what really would happen what would be the worst thing that would happen if I um, continued to move forward or if I didn't let this one day of you know not being perfect say you say you're going to go to the gym on a Monday morning and you miss it What if I did just decide to go and get back on Tuesday, right? So just really examining your mind and knowing that just because you have a thought doesn't mean that you have to give it any weight. I just talked to a client about this today. We're so, we have a thought and then we just decide that it's real, right? Versus like, I have a thought that my feelings are hurt. I realize that nothing has actually gone wrong that no one's yelling at me, no one's telling me I suck, no one's telling me I'm stupid and saying I can't do what I'm doing, right? It was just a thought. So I can be like, oh, okay, that was that thought. And the reason that I have it is because I have a high standard of quality for myself. And I want things that I put out into the world to feel, I want to be proud of them. And I want them to have great value, right? So maybe I'll spend a little bit more time next time preparing or checking things or whatever it is, right? But versus Um, like if I don't like the quality of a podcast episode versus just quitting this 30 day takeover, right? Like it doesn't really matter because we move on so quickly. Like we're moving on to the next thing and whatever people needed to receive, they received it. So that would be me checking in with myself. It's like, instead of like, oh, I don't want to feel that again. I don't want to be embarrassed again. So I'm just going to quit ahead of time versus committing to failing, Right, And that's really what I see as the power of really walking on a spiritual path, really walking on a path of self-inquiry, is being curious enough to seek solutions. Like your curiosity is like, oh, now there's more solutions and I'm willing to fail and I'm going to do it gracefully because I'm going to catch myself and know that nothing's gone wrong and continue to move on because like literally nothing bad happens, Nothing, nothing at all, not one thing. People are moving on so quickly from th- their day to day. If it has anything to do with other people, no one cares. They're just thinking about themselves. And the last reason that I find people quit is because on the other side of it, they are going to find out just how powerful of a creator they are. Because when we qu- commit to something fully, and we don't allow ourselves to quit, what happens is you take personal responsibility for the results of your life. And when you take personal responsibility for the results of your life, you see that the inner workings of your mind create your reality. And it's not always very obvious, (laughs) Um, but we are essentially responsible for what the projection of what we see, how we experience the world. And this is a very, very powerful thing to understand as a human. And so once we do that, and we accept that, then there's really no one to blame, right? There's no one else to put the responsibility on for why you don't have or feel the way you would like to feel. And this isn't necessarily about, you know, creating material things, but more of an emotional state, right? Like we can be in an emotion at any given moment that we choose to be in when we shift our perspective, So when we don't look to the external for the solution and we look to the internal, there's no reason, no more reason why we can't change. And the way to really overcome this obstacle of why we quit is to celebrate all of your wins always, the small ones, the big ones, the little ones, and to really change your perspective about what it means to fail. Because when you are on the journey of changing anything, when you commit to something new, there will be failure. And really what you want to ask yourself about alcohol really comes in two parts because there is the the kind of just taking alcohol off the table and really just like having a frank conversation with yourself like this isn't it this isn't working like keep getting the same results right but then so there's so there's the question of what would moving on from alcohol free me to do what what would be available to me if I moved on from alcohol right I mean sky's the limit um but I would really write this down. So what would moving on from alcohol free me to do? And what would committing to a new way free me to do? Right? So there's two parts. There's like, there's really selling yourself on the moving on from alcohol, but we know that's a habit. And there's a habitual mind from that. And you're here. So part of you is ready to move on from alcohol in some way. You don't have to make any rules about it, right? Don't, don't, make more problems for yourself than you need to, but exploring a life where you're at center stage, where you are getting to know yourself, and then, but what would committing to a new way free me to do, you know, getting coaching, sticking to any program what would that for you to do? And a couple of things that I came up with for myself in the coaching program that I'm in is it would allow me to stop spending time looking for a silver bullet, to stop wasting more time, wasting more money, wasting more energy. It, I would have more free time with my family. Um, without feeling like I'm missing out on something because I would just know that if I commit to this one process that all of my, the answers I seek are going to be there. And the more I commit, the more I believe in it and the more um, I show up for myself and move through the feelings of resistance and wanting to quit. Um, And then I would remind myself of why I started that in the beginning. I started this process with the coaching program I'm in and this is just an example. I started this for a reason because it's a simple solution to a successful business. Right? Like that's why I started this program. I really believed it was a simple solution with the lifestyle that I want for a successful business. So what happens when I start to quit or when I'm not, you know, putting the the amount of effort in and I start to meet some resistance and I kind of start to look at other programs or other things or other coaches or whatever is that I actually end up wasting more time. I actually end up being further away from my goal because what I we know is that with change comes resistance. So if you stay and you move through that resistance and then you get to the other side instead of, you know, you start another thing or you start another program or you're just kind of shopping around looking for like this one, um next thing that's going to inspire you, you miss out on the work of becoming a new version of yourself. And then you'll just be right back at the beginning of that same thing again. So (laughs) like, this is what it is, right? I, um, it's just this concept that like, nothing worth doing is easy and it can be simple and it can be much less of a big deal than you think it's going to be, but there is going to be an efforting and a shift of perspective required. So when you hear yourself saying it's too hard, it's boring, it's not fun enough. So go back to that thing, whatever it was, if it's sober October We're talking about alcohol here and ask yourself these questions and then find the answer that you know is the truth. Deep in your heart, that whisper that comes through, find that and follow the thread of the highest version of yourself that knows the truth. And you know what? Have fun with it. Have fun becoming the woman who doesn't give up on herself. Have fun becoming... A example of what's possible because you're sticking to something. We feel like when we think we're being vulnerable or like we're failing, that something's gone wrong. But when you look at someone from the outside and you see someone showing up, taking names in spite of the challenges, you're always like, man, that person's awesome, right? That's what the hero's journey is all about. So decide to be that woman and show up for that and know that whatever you seek is seeking you at the same time and your commitment is the only thing you need to make it work. Have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon. Imagine taking the podcast every week to the next level with achievable goals and an action plan tailored specifically to your needs. Finding personalized support is how you gain control of your destiny. In my private one-on-one coaching program, Fast Track to Freedom from Alcohol, you get your own personal cheerleader, that's me, every week, helping you get clear, stay curious and committed to what matters most versus resigning again and again to your habitual patterns. Every big change starts with one next step. Schedule a complimentary call with the link in the show notes or on my website, marywagstaffcoach.com to get a new perspective on an old have it